Mesdames et Messieurs, écoutez bien. Welcome to Fashion Mode with Charles Daniel MacDonald on World Radio Paris and Monaco. Brought to you in association with Force Magazine. Bonjour and welcome to Fashion Mode. This is a primetime fashion show for World Radio France brought to you in association with Force Magazine. I'm Charles Daniel MacDonald and I'll be hosting the show exclusively for the WRP Network. Coming up in today's show, I'll be continuing on with the reviews of the International Fashion Weeks for Autumn Winter 2024, carrying on to the big capital of London. London Fashion Week Autumn Winter 2024 marked a significant milestone as it celebrated its 40th anniversary since its inception in the early 1980s by British PR maven Lynn Franks, who is rumoured to have inspired the character of Edina Monsoon in Absolutely Fabulous. Throughout its four-decade history, the event has maintained a distinctive blend of emerging talent, epitomised by fashion incubator Fashion Fast, and established icons such as Vivienne Westwood and Burberry. Notably, Queen Elizabeth II made a memorable appearance at Richard Quinn's show back in 2018, adding to the event's prestige. This latest edition continued to uphold the week's rich legacy, commencing with the highly anticipated return of prehistoric British house Dunhill after a four-year hiatus, under the guidance of new creative director Simon Holloway. G.W. Alexander led its eponymous designer, Jonathan Anderson, also captivating audiences, reminiscing on his early rise to prominence at Fashion East in the 2010s. Burberry, helmed by Daniel Lee, presented its third runway show for the esteemed British label at Victoria Park on Monday evening, drawing considerable attention. The schedule encompassed a diverse array of designers, including stalwarts like Molly Goddard, Simone Rocha, Roxander and Erdem, alongside a vibrant showcase of next-generation talent, featuring KNWLS, Aronesh, Connor Ives, amongst others. The Central St Martin's MA Fashion Show further underscored London Fashion Week's commitment to fostering emerging creativity and pushing the boundaries of international fashion innovation. Daniel Lee's third runway collection for Burberry marked a return to the great outdoors, as showcased in a vast tent set up in East London's Victoria Park. Drawing inspiration for Burberry's heritage of outdoor wear, Lee's collection exuded warmth and protection, encapsulating the brand's synonymous relationship with outerwear. The thematic link of the great outdoors has been evident throughout Lee's opening triptych, initially inspired by tents and outdoor wear from the late 19th and 20th centuries, found within the Burberry archive. Burberry's heritage of the outdoors continues to inspire, remarked the Yorkshireman designer. The runway presentation was accompanied by a soundtrack featuring a collage of Amy Winehouse clips and music, inspired by her tenacious desire to express herself authentically. The collection showcased Burberry's iconic outerwear, including a funnel-neck moleskin version of the trench coat, abbreviated parkas, puffers and hefty shearlings. Textural richness prevailed with British and Irish wool and fabric used across pleated skirts, zip-front trousers and enveloping knitwear, all designed with functionality in mind for outdoor wear. The diverse lineup of models featuring industry icons such as Agnes Dean, Lily Donaldson, Lily Cole, 
Naomi Campbell and Eddie Campbell evoked a sense of nostalgia for Burberry's cultural prominence in the 2010s. Reflecting on the challenges of designing for a brand with such a broad appeal, Lee emphasised the importance of having a distinct point of view. With this collection, he made a bold statement, offering seductive propositions for real-world winter dressing whilst pushing the boundaries of Burberry's traditional aesthetic. You can't just make a simple trench coat forever, he noted, underscoring his commitment to innovation and evolution within the iconic British band. Aaron Ish, the burgeoning London-based designer, unveiled a captivating winter collection on Sunday evening, bringing the curtain down on London Fashion Week in an intimate show at Least London's Sarabande. Ish's recent inclusion in the foundation, established by Lee McQueen to support emerging artists and designers, underscores his rising prominence in the fashion scene. Drawing inspiration from the dress codes of his inner circle, Esh's collection builds upon his runway debut in September 23, where he showcased his designs at Tate Modern against the backdrop of London's iconic skyline. Rooted in the vibrant energy of his native city and its dynamic streets, Esh's designs capture a dishevelled sensuality, blending sinky bias cut dresses, smeared eyeliner, sunglasses caps and hoodies with intriguing tailoring. The collection exudes an effortless allure with wild lapel tuxedos featuring poker straight hems that evolve into expansive overcoats and pinched hooded tailored jackets clenched closely by the model's hands. Esh aims to imbue his clothing with a sense of ease that belies the meticulous craft and construction behind each piece, an ambition realised as the models exude an air of nonchalant sophistication akin to returning home from a night out or the morning after. Notably, the collection introduces skinny jeans, signalling the revival of the silhouette popularised by Hedy Sleman during his tenure at Dior Home in the year 2000. Sleman's distinctive fusion of subculture influences appears to inspire Esha's evolving body of work, adding a richness, depth and resonance to his growing oeuvre. Jonathan Anderson's Autumn Winter 24 collection took a nostalgic journey into the eccentricities of everyday life, drawing inspiration from nosy neighbours, humble M&S knickers and forgotten horse-riding trophies. Presented at Marylebone's Seymour Leisure Centre, a departure from the roundhouse, Anderson's vision unfolded with a twist, capturing a mood of grotesque everydayness through distorted proportions and exaggerated details. Knit dresses adorned with oversized stitching, cascades of blow-up haberdashery embellishments and layers of ribbed underwear and vests mingled with house slippers and brassy grey cowboy wigs, creating a strangely captivating ensemble. Anderson's adaptness at transversing the realms of seduction and the grotesque was on full display, showcasing his unique ability to seamlessly blend the alluring with the unconventional. In a nod to interior aesthetics, twisted dresses reminiscent of curtains and curtain ties draped elegantly around the models' bodies 
with a pale iteration, offering a modern twist on bridal attire. Out of pieces paid homage to British heritage styles, reimagined in oversized silhouettes with a slightly dishevelled charm. Meanwhile, timeless staples like striped sweaters and sweatpants shorts added a sense of familiarity amidst the collection's avant-garde exploitation. Anderson revealed backstage that the collection was a contemplation of Britain's past, refracted through a lens of nostalgia and subversion. He remarked on the current trend of young people rediscovering and glorifying elements from the past, reconfiguring them in a futuristic context. This approach to nostalgia, he noted, serves as a bridge between generations, transforming it from a daunting prospect into a catalyst for reinterpretation, innovation and forward-thinking design. Simone Roche's current collection marked the conclusion of a three-part series, beginning with dress rehearsal and culminating in The Wake. Presented in the medieval church St Bartholomew the Great in Smithfield, the collection delved into the mourning attire of Queen Victoria following the death of her beloved Prince Albert, serving as a poignant exploration of the darkness intertwined with the beauty. Faufur adorned delicate, nearly transparent tailoring, evoking a sense of sombre elegance. Crystal embellished corsets, reminiscent of Russia's collaboration with Jean-Paul Gaultier, added a touch of shimmering opulence. Unexpected accessories such as toy lambs carried by the models pay homage to the mythical creatures serving as guardians in churches. Morning blacks were reimagined in Tyhem anoraks and paired with four first stoles adorned with crystals, once again showcasing Russia's ability to infuse traditional elements with contemporary relevance. Russia explained backstage that the collection drew inspiration from preserved garments and archival references, aiming to seamlessly blend historical influences with modern sensibilities. Overall, the week served as a poignant conclusion to Russia's tip trick, weaving together themes of mourning, tradition and renewal in a collection that resonated with both depth and beauty. Molly Goddard's latest collection was staged amongst the vibrant backdrop of a mural by London group artist Ivan Hitchens, setting the tone for a collection characterised by freewheeling creativity. Held at Cecil Sharp House, the home of the English Folk Dance and Song Society in North London, the show drew inspiration from the dynamic composition of Hitchens' mural, which depicts abstract figures dancing across a mythical woodland. Goddard's design process began with an experimental fitting where Vinci's pieces, samples from her archive and toiles were combined to spark the collection's direction. Inspired by shapes and forms, the designer explored combinations of garments, pulling in, pushing out and smushing to create dynamic silhouettes. Influenced by haute couture techniques of Balenciaga and Dior, Goddard infused everyday wear with elasticated and tie fastenings for a relaxed yet sophisticated feel. Tulle played an important role in the collection, with tightly ruffled shapes resembling blobs, adorning skirts, shirts and dresses, adding drama and texture to the looks. These ethereal toe pieces were juxtaposed by slouchy sweaters, cowboy hats and polka dot tops, creating a refreshing blend of whimsy and sophistication that truly characterised Goddard's signature style.
Zendaya's recent appearance in a plum-hued Roskanda suit at the London premiere of June Part 2 turned out to be a preview of the autumn winter collection presented at the Tate with Britain. Designer Roskanda Ilinsik drew inspiration from the iconic architect Le Corbusier, particularly his holiday cabin, Cabanon de Le Corbusier, located in Cap Martin, France. The collection featured tapestries referring the cabinet's murals, with fabrics like Melton Wool, Boucle, Fil Coupe Jacquard and Faux Fur, evoking the comfort of home interiors. Roxanda's signatures of colour was prominent in the collection, with shades like Chartou's Verse, Canvas, Dark Flamon and Glé Melange dominating the palette. Sporty elements reminiscent of windbreaks and Wellington boots were incorporated, with footwear produced in collaboration with Fitflop. The show concluded with oversized taffeta dresses resembling tents and evoking imagery of a windswept day by the coast followed by the warmth of a lavishly decorated home. Marco Capaldi's collection for 16 Arlington was inspired by Charlie Fox's 2019 exhibition My Head is a Haunted House, which explored childhood obsessions with werewolves, bats and monsters. Capaldi translated this theme into a more elegant context, infusing his sharp, streamlined vision for the brand with touches of strangeness. Swaths of shaggy faux fur and clattering tinsel added a whimsical yet sophisticated element to the collection's look. The garments evoked a sense of the monstrous, with diaphanous white dresses reminiscent of Frankenstein's bride, and shirts and sweaters tied around the neck in a nod to unconventional and perhaps avant-garde styling. Capaldi emphasised that the collection was not about Halloween, but rather about human nature, borrowing the title, I'm Not Sorry, It's Human Nature, from Madonna. He aimed to celebrate those who reject societal norms, finding strength, power and beauty in non-conformity. These individuals were the inspiration behind Capaldi's designs for 16 Arlington. Runway's first show since 2020, Dunhill and under the creative direction of Simon Holloway, took place at the Duveen Wing of the National Portrait Gallery, a venue steeped in history and classicism. This choice signalled a return to Dunhill's British heritage, celebrating its 130th year, with lowly individual tables, gin martinis and cucumber and caviar sandwiches. Holloway described the collection as a celebration of Dunhill's origins and an evolution into a unique luxury British house. Drawing inspiration from the brand's rich tailoring heritage and the line of dressing figures from stage and screen, the collection features a range of garments reflecting on the finer things in life. From nods to motor racing with suede jackets and leather driving gloves to outdoor pursuits with gabardine chinos, heritage check brazos and corduroy. The collection encapsulated a sense of refined elegance. Evening wear was also prominent, including elegant ivory tuxedos with matching bow ties and overcoats, paired unexpectedly with sneakers. Holloway emphasised that these elements represent Dunhill's core strengths and expressed hope that the collection would capture a refined yet international spirit, setting the tone for his tenure ahead. The season's Fashion East designers Ollie Schinder and Joanna Parv presented their own interpretations of the 95 wardrobe, each with their distinctive twists. Schinder, known for his exploration of nightlife uniforms, 
shifted his focus to the corporate world, offering a queer and refined take on the corporate uniform. Pieces like middle managerial, shifting with sliced backs and queen-lined functional sets with PVC details, conveyed a sense of displacement and subversion. Alongside these, Schindler introduced dance floor-ready pieces such as latex bodysuits and abbreviated mini-shirts, catering to a diverse audience. On the other hand, Parv explored the functionality of sportswear and technical fabrics, aiming to incorporate them into various aspects of a woman's wardrobe. Her polished collection for this season drew inspiration from the topography of the city and urban life's demands, resulting in a darker and more sensual piece. Skirt suits with front and shoulder cutouts and featherweight zip-up mini-dresses reflected this aesthetic. Pav's collection was complemented by clever accessories like leather bum bags and handbags with adjustable nylon strips, reminiscent of backpacks. As Parv moves forward, her innovative approach to blending sportswear elements into everyday wear will be very intriguing to watch. join me for the next Fashion Mode show where I'll be continuing on with the rest of the International Fashion Week critiques. This week taking a look at Milan's offering for autumn winter 2024 ready to wear. With more details and features to follow you can catch up with all the fashion news on forcmagazine.com and at Force Magazine on Facebook and Instagram. You can also keep up to date with the latest shows on iTunes and Spotify. Until the next time, keep your fashion mode on.